Ovechkin storming in. Alexander Ovechkin curl and drag to the back end. He scores! Simply sensational! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to Season 2 of the Pizzas Here podcast. On our last episode of Season 1, we interviewed everyone's favorite announcer, Joe Beninati. And today, we have another esteemed guest with us today. Samantha Pell, the Washington Capitals beat reporter for the Washington Post. She went to Arizona State. She's worked with the Dallas Morning News, Yahoo Sports, the Seattle Storm of the WNBA, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Phoenix Suns, and fun fact, she used to speak French. She does not now, but that's still cool. So, <laughs> Samantha, thank you for being here with us today. Go ahead and uh, say hi. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. Hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah, this is really awesome. Uh, so, as many of you may know, she is now the Caps beat reporter on the Washington Post. She does all the stuff and also, apparently, for some reason, has a curse that follows her where basically every game goes to overtime she follows. <laughs> yeah <laughs> take a shot on twitter every day every time you see an overtime joke you know look i mean honestly you guys said it might not be a lot by the end of the season yeah we'll win don't worry everything will be fine um <laughs> i'm not worried at all so let's start off with the first thing obviously your capitals reporter but before we get into we all the season predictions names quick we everybody knows yeah, our name okay fine we'll say our name i mean hey new viewers i'm i'm eric i'm joey I'm Jake. I'm Will. That was alphabetical. Um, oh yeah. All right. So, Joe, you can you can continue what you were saying. Sorry, friend. this is a little bit lopsided. But what happened is is you've been working with the Caps for this is going to be your third season, if I'm staying corrected. Yep. Third yeah. Third season. My third season. Um, what is? I know you haven't been here an incredibly long time, obviously. But what is your favorite moment so far working with the Capitals? Like, what has been your favorite moment? So I was trying to think about this earlier and. I figure, I don't know, there's so many different games that pop into my mind, um, but honestly, it's been a lot of the different interviews I've got to do, so with my job at the Post, basically, I'm around players and coaches every single day, minus COVID, um, so usually you see them in the mornings at morning skate, and you see them again at games and stuff like that, so you really gotta get to know them um, kind of on a deeper level, but I think one of my most memorable experiences was actually meeting Alex Ovechkin's wife, Nastia. Um, and getting to have a chance to talk with her. It was right before Alex scored 700 goals, and I kind of got to sit down with her. She was actually pregnant with Elia at the time, and she hadn't told anyone yet. Um, so I remember she was just sitting kind of in the Capitals, kind of right next to the locker room during a game, and I watched, like, maybe part of a game with her and just talked to her about Alex and, you know, how he was growing up and how he is as a dad and how they met and how they got engaged and kind of heard, like, their whole backstory, which... I'd never known, and I'm sure a lot of people also didn't really know. So that was kind of a cool moment for me just to meet other people and, you know, kind of share with others that these guys aren't just players. Like, they have lives at home, and they have families and kind of just another side. So I would say that's probably one of the most memorable experiences I've had. But I also remember when I was in New York at the Coliseum, um, RIP. But I remember (laughs) having to run – Basically, I think Alex scored a hat trick and he broke some another record for goal scoring. It was a couple years ago. 
And I remember it was so frantic that normally at the end of games or right before, like five minutes before, beat writers have to go down to the locker room. You wait for players to come down, and it's a whole thing that you do. It's kind of like a race against time. And I remember I literally had to run through the Coliseum, like in heels all the way down, like running past people, um, trying to find the staircase, and it was a whole ordeal. But those are just sort of the two, like, really main moments I have, and there's obviously very – fun like celebrations that the caps have done and games that are memorable but those two kind of stuck out in my mind <laughs> that's funny <laughs> were you there with the when the nats won the world series yes the, yeah. yes when the nats won the yeah. world series and and the game where they came and rode on the zamboni and took that, their shirts yeah. off and yeah and chugged beers yeah that was really fun um seeing kind of the nats and the locker room area afterwards they went and, you know visited players and stuff like that um that was pretty cool yeah a lot of, i think a lot of different moments you think of like brain holpies kind of last year with the caps and you know him. all those <laughs> yeah all those memories and you kind of see them interact but yeah a lot of different memories <laughs> holby was in dc like a week ago right he was at a nats game at a nats game that's yeah, he was. That's he, he's a, dude, he's I... just asking to come back. Like, <laughs> I mean, like he's 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 just throwing bones to us. Like he, he always comes here for the LGBT pride parades. I know that he's you know he's a big ally. That's great. And I've you know he's been seen at so many Nats games. Like we're keeping tabs on him. <laughs> he's gonna retire Capital. I think he's gonna. Hey, we're rocking with uh, Samsung. I think at the end. I will. Of I will put my entire bank account into signing him for a one-day contract to retire here I, I will put all of the money i have towards that if necessary you got the nil deals now that's a lot of money <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah yeah but, all right so uh so the caps you know we're actually one of the teams that hasn't made a lot of changes this offseason you know obviously there's other other teams in our division and just around the league making big signings and trades you know just yesterday, the Islanders took Zdeno Chara. You know, I'm sure we all have mixed feelings about that. But, hey, I mean, if, if he's still got it in him, then more power to him. But the Cavs didn't really do much. And, like, I remember seeing on one of those, like, off-season posts that they do for every team. It's like, what they did that's so, like, you know, like, new signings, new trades. And then <laughs> it's like, our the thing on the top of ours was just signing Sam Sonoff to another, like, one- or two-year deal. It's like... Damn, we really didn't do much of that's our headline for the entire summer. Hey, that's but... Matt Irwin disrespect, dude. Come on, Matt Irwin's a <laughs> god. But hey, I mean, it's, you know, so obviously there's that. You know, we're coming back with a lot of familiar faces. But how, how do we think the Cavs are going to play out this year? You know, obviously we're back into the, the you know, typical um, division alignments, you know, so we're not in the same division as the Bruins now, right? And, you know, we got the Canes Jesus. in our division again now. So it's interesting to see how this division is going to shape up and how the Caps are going to shape up. So, you know, how, how do we all think the Caps are going to do this year? Um, where do where around do we... Bottom alphabetically. Yeah, we can just do that. Where do we think the Caps will place... What, it's, it's eight teams in the division, right? Yes. So where do we... where What position do we think the Caps place? And then what what is it... I'm You know, I'm having a... A blur. I'd say, how, how about Blaze? Division make the playoffs. Yeah, placing teams in the division that make the playoffs, and just like that's it. We'll just go with that. We'll do the 
we'll do the division winners after this. But how, how many teams in each division make the playoffs? Well, I mean, usually it's it's between. Or three is and it five different? Okay. Them. All right. So yeah, what what does say like <laughs> what position do we think the Caps finish in, and do we make the playoffs? Um, if you said someone else can start off, I'll, I'll go make. first. Then it'll be UEA, and then we'll go to Jake. Um, just since we didn't want you to jump into it. Um, like I said, I may be one of the true, like one of the few people in the world that is actually like kind of more positive about the Capitals and what they what they bring to the table. Obviously, yeah, you're alone in this battle. Yeah, listen, I don't care. I will fight my. <laughs> I will fight the battles for this team. I will be the last soldier at the line of defense at Capital One Arena. Um, but. I think with the fact that they've already talked about Martin Favari is going to be involved more. Connor McMichael obviously is is going to be involved in in some capacity this year. There's no way they're going to keep him in Hershey for a full season at least. Um, you could see Alexiev. Obviously, the young goalie tandem is they're still very young and they're getting better every single year. Um, obviously, Alex Ovechkin is going to be putting uh, missiles past goaltenders until the sun dies. So, um, I think this team will definitely be in the playoffs. I don't think they'll win the division, but I think they're going to finish like two or three. I don't think they're going to be a wild card. Yeah, um, I'm a little less positive than you. I'm going to be honest. You know, obviously this is a Caps podcast, but, you know, I want to be as unbiased as possible. Uh, I think I, I think it's like a 50-50 chance we make the playoffs. I mean, there's some, oh. some strong there's some strong teams in our division. Like and one one team that I feel is not getting it whatsoever the like respect or hype up for this season that they deserve is the Devils. Mm. I feel like the Devils are going to be a lot stronger this year than they've been in years past. You know, just their their top lines now. What they've you know Jack Hughes. I think he's going to have a breakout year. You know he's he's been slowly increasing his productivity. I, I think he's going to have a breakout year. The signing of Dougie Hamilton's obviously huge. Nico Hischier. You know, etc. Uh, I think the Devils are going to have a good year. The Penguins, I don't know. I feel like they're going to be, you know, decent like always. They're, you know, I think they're going to be a playoff contending team. Rangers, eh. Islanders, eh. Flyers, no. Jackets, definitely no. And then <laughs> I think the the Canes are going to win our division. I, I think that's set in stone in my eyes. Mm. I, I mean, you guys might not agree with that, but I, or maybe not set in stone. But I think the Canes are going to win our division. So, depending on how the whole conference plays out and whatnot, depending on how the other teams and other divisions do, I think we're like we're like a fringe playoff team. It's possible, but I definitely wouldn't say it's like a guaranteed or like, you know, I'm like confident in it. <clears throat> so, I, I say we're going to finish like, I think we're going to finish like somewhere middle of the table in our division. So, I'd, I'd say like three, four, five. <clears throat> Me or what? You. Uh, you and then I'll go. Samantha. I'll go. You can go. You can go. All right. I'll get it. I'll get it. Uh, I'm a true. I'm. I'm with. I'm with Joey. On this. I'm a Caps truther. This year. Uh, now I do think the Canes are like going to be like the hardest battle in our division this year, and I think it's going to be very close near the end of the season of who's going to win that division. I think the Caps will win the division. Yes. Hot take. I'm gonna have a lot of hot takes this podcast looking through this itinerary, <laughs> but I think the Canes are gonna finish second, and then like you're running through those teams, Blue Jackets, no, they suck. Flyers aren't gonna do sh- do crap this year. Um, I can't do that. Jackets uh, hate page PHP. <laughs> this is gonna be a Blue Jacket hate podcast. Fire the um, coach. <laughs> uh, Penguins are you know 
they're always good. They're always going to give us a fight. But, like, I feel like they're, you know, how much, how many moves did they make in the offseason? I really didn't pay attention to that offseason. But, like, I don't know. I don't think they're going to be as strong as they were last year, too. But I think it's just going to be a, a battle between us and the Canes this year. And we'll finish first. One thing really quick. Also, I feel like we can all agree on this. And, obviously, it was a big factor last year. I feel like how the Cavs do – in the regular season and the playoffs, if we make it there is going to hugely depend on how healthy we are, mm-hmm. you know, especially last year, we had so many just like little injuries that would take people out for a week or two. And, you know, I feel like you could really see the impact of that game in and game out. So if, if our starting lineups can stay healthy, then I feel like that'll help us a lot. But if not, <clears> I feel like it, it might be one of our downfalls. Yeah. All right, Sam, you're up your turn. I actually agree with Eric. I think, Let's go. <laughs> I I feel like the Cavs I'm are one. That. Of... <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, clipping for life there. I <laughs> I think they're gonna make the playoffs, but a little bit part of me thinks they are a fringe playoff team. Just looking at the division, I think the division's harder than a lot of people think. Just looking at it, I mean, I agree that Carolina looks super strong and could very easily win the division. I think the Islanders are gonna make the playoffs. I think. The Rangers, to me, are super interesting just because of everything that's happened there and all like the little moves that really haven't made Definitely. sense to me. Uh, but maybe it all you, works and me. gets put together, you know, with Panarin and um, you know with some of those guys all coming together and obviously their goalie situation and how that pans out. Um, but I agree, you know, Columbus and Philly, I don't really see doing anything. I think Pittsburgh's interesting oh, with Crosby um, and how they can kind of work past that i think new jersey's interesting i don't know how much i mean dougie hamilton's there so i don't know how much he can actually bring there on the back end but i just can't really see washington winning the division i think you're right eric it's going to take a lot of health and making sure they're all okay because when you think about it i mean basically all their big stars were hurt last year and we really don't have a clear answer on if everyone is completely healthy um, before the season, so that could be a, a major issue. Um, I mean, to be fair, Ovechkin was like lifting some dude on a stage before. a few days ago. I think he's healthy. I think Ovechkin's good to go. Did anybody see that video? Ovechkin. He was like lifting a dude yeah. on stage. He was just like partying like crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did that was that. hilarious. I think what he's good to go. To be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's hear it, Will. Let's see what you got, Will. Um. So okay, I think so... this, and here's why. So first of all, from my understanding, um. I have absolutely no doubt that four teams from the Atlantic are like locks for the playoffs. You've got mm-hmm. the Panthers, the Lightning, the Maple Leafs, and the Bruins. And why that's yeah. important is because I, I I am not so confident in the Capitals. I, I truly don't think this team is finishing any higher than third. I think all of you guys kind of skipped over the Islanders. Uh, I, I don't know if I heard anyone mention them. They're winning this Sam division. Mentioned Sam them. mentioned them. <laughs> Sam mentioned them. them. They're winning this division, like no doubt in my what? mind. They took yeah. Tampa Bay to a game seven. Like, yeah, they're winning this. Hey, division. hey, we won <laughs> the game no seven. To be fair, we won ours. So, <laughs> I mean, we lost in the first round in five games. The formalities. Um, Three years so, around, baby. So yeah, like this Islanders team is extremely tough. They've got great goaltending. They're they're a perfect regular season team, and they're also a good playoff teams. Um, so they're gonna win this division in my mind. If you had asked me this question at the start of the offseason, I think I would have said we're missing the playoffs. But as it stands, I view Carolina as having, got, having gotten marginally worse. I view the Rangers as having gotten uh, marginally worse. I don't really understand the Rangers. I think Sam 
Samantha mentioned this. Yeah. Um, that they were like on track to like be a just a super talented team this upcoming year. Like I, I thought this was going to be Rangers' year, and then they made some very questionable. Like I think they signed uh, Goodrow. Reeves makes no sense mm -hmm. to me. I just didn't really. We get don't that. know why they did that. They well, no, yeah, the, you yeah, know yeah. what? You I know what I'm gonna say why, is the Buchnevich was, was the stupidest. The, that was the death of or death of the Penguins is a real deep playoff threat. Was trying to like get stronger to. to New York them. Rangers offseason logic. You know why make our team like score more goals or prevent the other team from scoring more goals when we can sign a, a fringe fourth liner just so we can you know maybe even out a fight once in a while. <laughs> that was a fight. Yeah, I didn't Carl really. <laughs> I didn't really get the uh, the Rangers. I can't wait to see what tough guy picks out Carl Hagland for a fight. Nah, that to this day is the funniest thing. You're you're trying to send a message. You're trying to be like, we aren't taking your your stuff anymore. So you get out on the ice, and your your thought process is, I want to take on a tough guy. Give me that Swedish dude who has long hair. That's who's the tough guy. Like I don't know how you can just think that. Like. Joe, I'm really proud of you for censoring that and saying stuff. Yeah, you're, you're welcome. You you're know. welcome. <laughs> you. But, like, I, I want to piggyback on what Will said. I don't want to talk about this yet. They traded Pavel Buchnevich, one of their top scorers, yeah. for no reason. Yeah, that was, that was this stupid. This made no, reason, no sense. He's one of your top scorers. He was part of that top line with Panarin for most of the season because Kako was still not getting the time he wanted. And it's like, you're just not giving them the time. I'm telling you, if Bushnevich stayed on a team and Gerlant was still there, he'd be like, he could probably hit like 90 points with how great that offense would have been. But now he's gone because reasons, and they brought in Sammy Blay, and I don't know like how good Sammy Blay is going to be compared to why what Bushnevich brings in. Like, I I just, it's, it's puzzling. Like, I get it. I, I've seen this happen with Pittsburgh, but like, why are you doing it? Like, it was one thing. It was one night. You already fought six of our players in one night. Can we just get over it, please? I just want to. We, we do have a very important question for Sam, though. You know, this this is going to end up being the title. So Joe B, you know, Joe B was a uh, he's a big fan of meatballs on pizza. Oh, and uh, very very against anchovies for some reason. Like you know, I don't I don't even see people doing that. But you know, he had to let us know that no anchovies could be on there. So. Okay. Well, what's your what's your ideal slice of pizza? Well, what's on it? Ooh, um, oh god. So I overall, I'm actually not a huge pizza person. Like I don't kicking her. <laughs> <laughs> I like pizza. I like pizza. So I, it's like I eat anything on pizza. So I'm not like a very like specific. I need to have this or I need to have pepperoni. But probably like a meat lovers pizza is probably like the ideal because hmm. that's like a little bit of everything hmm. pizza's overrated like i i, I like the, the name but you were on it calzones are better Wait, what, did, what did she put oh. on it i zoned out it's ADHD it's meat lovers pizza <laughs> meat lovers meat lovers pizza, okay bro. i can respect that i can respect yeah. that. all right all right we respect that go ahead all right. will you're up what was i gonna say just ask a question you're gonna ask the next question buddy oh <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> we were wondering uh who who you think is gonna lead the caps and uh i mean goal scoring like i think you know what you're gonna say i had not i don't know that we were talking about this me and ea we were talking about it yep we were we were discussing it it's i think it's a debatable question between mantha is like your other dude yeah yeah let's go dude 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 come on 
no, I, I will have my argument. You go. Caps and goals and assists separately. Who's I'll leading put... the caps and goals and assists separately? Sam, you can start. I want to hear this because I gotta. <laughs> I think Ovechkin <laughs> definitely leading in goals. Where are the I hot think... takes? Come on. They're... Listen, I don't think Mantha's gonna lead them in goals. If someone thinks, I don't think so. But <laughs> yeah, I don't agree I with that, that either. Ovechkin and goals. I think assists. I mean, it's so hard each season because I feel like ever since the Capitals won the Cup, it's been Wilkie's nuts off show up or will he not? And, like, if he shows up, then, like, he should be the one who leads them in assists, and it should be that, but it has to be Backstrom. So it depends, I think, on the lines and how they kind of pan out, but I think the Caps would hope it's Kuznetsov, but I think it's going to end up being Backstrom. For assists? Or Carlson. For assists. I got okay. I can respect that, yeah. All right. All right, Will, you're up. All right, Will. OV goals, Carlson assists. I think that's pretty straightforward. If Carlson's the quarterback of the power play, so he'll just get all those mm. all those assists, and then Ovechkin is Ovechkin. Get out of here with this Mantha nonsense. I love the dude, but no. <laughs> I'm Jacob going Ron last. is leading the Cavs in goals this year. I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> Jake, you're up. I don't know, bro. He has been in the gym, bro. You might not want to do that. <laughs> I can take him. Justin Jake, you're up. Jake, you're up. Jake, you're up. Please go. I'll start fighting. That'd be a problem. I'll start fighting people. Ovechkin for goals. Come on. I said I have a lot of hot takes this episode. That's not going to be one of them. Neither is my assist. That's not going to be one of them. Neither is my assist. I think Backstrom or Carlson is like, I think I'm waiting towards more towards Carlson, like what Will said, the power play. So that's my answer. Those are my two answers. Nice. All right. You said Carlson for, for assists? Yeah. All right, yeah, you go. I'll go last because I have to defend myself. Um. All right, so goals, hear me out. It's probably going to be Ovechkin, you know. Whoa, what a take. No, I'm not going to, like, you know, I'm not going to argue that that's not, like, a reasonable answer. But hot take answer, either TJ Oshie or Evgeny Kuznetsov. I don't care what you say. Evgeny Kuznetsov is having a bounce back year. He's not getting traded. He's putting up big numbers, 2018 playoffs. You heard it here first. He has a different mentality coming into this year. Last year, everyone was done with his BS and his inconsistencies, both on and off the ice. He's going to get his stuff together this year, and he's going to put up numbers. So, oh, he's going to lead the team in goals. But hot take, Eric is going to say Kuznetsov or Oshie. Just because Oshie was getting really productive, you know, around middle of last year and the end of last year. So if he can have one more really good, healthy season before he becomes an old geezer like everyone else on the Caps, that'd be nice. Assists, it's it's probably going to be Carlson or Backstrom. But I I don't know. I feel, I feel like, you know, same thing with, like, Backstrom and Ovi. It's like another thing. It's like, you know, the fact that he just signed that five-year deal and he's coming back determined to break the record and get his numbers up on that. I feel like people are going to be, like, rooting out to get Ovechkin goals even more than usual, which is already a high amount. I did, but if Backstrom and Ovi are on the same line, which we don't even know if that's going to happen, but, you know, I could definitely see Backstrom getting it or Carlson, just depending on how it goes. So, you know, not really a hot take on that one. I'll agree with you guys. Okay. So, um... I'm gonna say assist first because assist is pretty straightforward. I believe I'm, I'm. It's either Carlson or Backstrom. I think Kuznetsov could be in the argument if he's gonna be. I on, do too. I think Kuznetsov could be in the argument, but I think Carlson or Backstrom, considering they will always be on the top power play unit unless they get hurt. Um. So for goals. Yeah. Um. 
I think I I am in the, sh- the strong majority of people that is very very excited to see Anthony Mantha in the for- first full season in a Capitals jersey. Like I I don't think it's to be said with anything. Like you're coming from a system in Detroit that's not really like a high scoring system. They don't really have a lot of those explosive scorers. Besides, obviously, Navrana. You know, you could think Larkin maybe, Bertuzzi's up there. But, like, once you get to those two, it's like, that's it. Mantha is not going to be, like, the top threat on the team, which means a lot of times people are going to forget about him. He'll likely end up on the second power play unit before the, at the beginning of the season. But Mantha already has, like, all the attributes to be, like, a top scorer. He's got a physical play of hockey that really does well in the system the Capitals have. He's got an insanely good shot that just got really unlucky in the playoffs a lot. He had yeah. maybe three or four goals in the playoffs if he had any like sense of luck which that just happens um and also he's surprisingly fast i think in the first game he played against i don't remember who we're playing but he like freaking blew past everybody and almost scored like goal of the year and it was like it was like oh my god like it felt like he was finally able to kind of use those attributes and not like worry about, you know, when you're a star player, you're like, you're always thinking if I make a mistake, it's going to be on me. But like, he's not the superstar player on the team anymore. He's now the guy that could be like, you know, I'm probably the third or fourth scoring option, but he's going to get those chances. I do think Ovechkin is definitely going to be number two, or if I'm wrong, number one. Um, But I also think, and I talked to EA about this. I think this is a capital team that's going to score a lot of goals. I think they've got a lot of offensive talent. That have a lot of a lot of explosive uh, offensive talents. Wilson obviously is very good at scoring goals. Oshie consistently scores goals because he gets in the dirty areas on the power play and makes deflections, makes life like he's basically our Patrick Hornquist, except he's younger um, and more likable. Um, and then of course you have that's according to that survey. I don't care. That surveys that surveys uh, fake news. Um, oh my Kevin <laughs> Bro, come on. Um, I think obviously Backstrom, Carlson, uh, Shiri, also Daniel Sprong is on this team still. We thought he wasn't going to be here. He's still here. Um, you obviously have Lars Eller anchoring that third line, uh, and one of the most underrated defensemen in Dmitry Orlov in the entire league. The most underrated defenseman is Dmitry Orlov, in my opinion. He is so good, consistently both sides of the puck. He is going to be a high-scoring defenseman this year. But I am putting this down. I'm putting money down. Mantha's leading the Capitals in goal. Are in goals. I don't know if it'll be 50. I don't know how many Ovechkin will score, but I hope I'm wrong and Ovechkin I'll scores bet you 50. 10 bucks right now that you're wrong. Deal. Um, oh, can I get in on that? Sure. <laughs> okay, bet. All right, but that's my. I will, I will say, I will agree with you on the one thing you said about Manta in the playoffs. Like, even though we weren't scoring a lot of goals, obviously that was, you know, an issue. But Manta, while he wasn't scoring a lot, he was taking the most shots on the team. At least it seemed like from a spectator's you know perspective, but he he was taking a lot of shots. So hopefully that carries over into this year. Hopefully him on that second line, he's taking a lot of shots. That would be nice. And I also will agree. One of the nice surprising things that I noticed first when he came over here was that he is surprisingly very fast for his size and physicality. So that is nice. But you know I am also excited to see him on a full season with us. All right, Jake, little boy, you there? Ah uh, yes, I'm there. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. So next, so, yeah. So obviously the the rookie camp, the prospect camp. That's going on. That's still going on now. Or did that already happen? Sorry. It's still going. Yeah. It's still going on. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good prospects. We I feel like in our system this year, but um, Connor McMichael, kind of a big one. <laughs> Does McMichael play this year in the NHL? Um, how much and what line do we think he's going to be on? 
Sam, you're gonna lead us He's off. He's gonna be our leading scorer. No. <laughs> Let's get Sam. Sam has the inside scoop. Yeah, what, what Sam, I want to hear what Sam has to say about this. I, I mean, I was I was talking to people about this today at the rink. I think when you look at the Capitals and their roster right now, I mean, they already have 12 forwards pretty much set. I I don't know where McMichael can fit in if he's going to fit in. I know in the past the Capitals have been very consistent saying that McMichael was going to be a center. He was going to be a center. They're going to play him at center. And it seems like they're trying him more at wing this year, at least in camp, and maybe they're seeing him more as a winger role. So maybe they are trying to kind of make room for him because when you look at the Capitals' center depth right now, you have Kuznetsov, Backstrom, Eller, Dowd. So who are you going to take out? out of those four guys um to put mcmichael in the lineup i don't know but you can take out a Haglin or a sprong um or a shiri so i think maybe they're going to try to adjust mcmichael's role and if they are going to use him they're going to put him to a wing but i think to start the season i don't think he's starting the season i don't think he gets significant you know playing time in the beginning unless there's injuries and as we've seen the caps have been pretty injury injury prone across the board um, so maybe he will be the team's kind of 13th forward there, but I don't think he's an automatic lock to play this season, um, just based on, you know, what they have right now. I don't hate the idea of him as a winger. I don't hate that idea. People seem to be so negative about that. I'm like, well, sometimes, like, Oshi was a natural Our winger. centers are old. We're going to need young, good centers. Obviously. Like he can play like center once they're, once they're gone. I mean, I'd rather yeah. get him develop. I'd rather develop him and have him on the ice at freaking defense right now if, if that means playing him compared to not playing him at all i mean you know how we can get an extra like, cent, you know we can get an extra center spot you know we can <laughs> trick that off i mean um we could probably um uh you know i think playing i think playing first line center in the ahl is a lot more valuable than playing third line wing in the nhl if you want your center of the future i actually kind of wanted to to lead that to a follow-up if that's okay with you guys go ahead uh what prospect are you most excited about being at the rink and like being able to see these like incredible athletes up so close yeah i think i mean for me when you look on the ice like michael's obviously the first one that pops and you know that okay he's going to be an nhler i think that's like pretty clear i think protus is also just when you're at the rink he's super big super tall really really long stick um it just seems like he's built to be in the nhl and you know built to be one of those big guys so he's just you know physically impressive i think you know, Hendrix LaPierre is one of those guys that everyone's talked about. And yeah, I was going to ask you, you know, about been, him. Yeah, he's been known a lot in Canada, and, you know, just talking to him, he seems very polished and seems, you know, kind of already kind of been there, done that in terms of, you know, talking and his game and working on it. And with him, he just really hasn't had a consistent full season in a couple of years because of injuries and COVID. But he's another one of those guys that's on the smaller side. I think he's like six foot. Um, Has he gotten any and, bigger? He's gotten like a little. Size I, think, wise. I think not really. McMichael has gotten bigger. He's okay. gained like six pounds. I think in the off season, he said he was at Gary Roberts' camp, um, you know, working on nutrition and off season workouts and building muscle and lower body muscle, um, just yeah. to try to keep up with some of these NHL guys, which is usually the hardest part for prospects is keeping up with pace and you know building all that strength. So, I would say those guys are probably the biggest flashes. I know um, Bobby, Bobby Nardella has also kind of stood out just in terms of where he's at in his progression. He went to Sweden um, in the off season for last year. Um, 
to play instead of playing in the AHL. But I would say those guys are probably the biggest ones. I think, again, you're probably are only going to see McMichael um, in the next season. What you- I did see that press conference with uh, with McMichael yesterday where he was talking about how he, he was really focusing this offseason on gaining lower body strength so that he can protect the puck from, you know, bigger guys in the NHL. So hopefully hopefully that's visible. He just like me, for real. Dude, stop. <laughs> saying, you, saying you gain six pounds, what, I get that in the morning. Come on. <laughs> I'm up like three since like. Yeah. For Adam me, it's boy. like a large percentage too. You know? Let's go, Will. Let's just talk about weightlifting, talk about weightlifting patterns now. Bro, now. bro, bro, I failed my 200 PR and I did 195 so easily before. I need to go for it again. I just need to be it able happens. to stay 200. Uh, dude, I, dude, I maxed 245 this oh, summer man. and then didn't bench for like a month because of school and then failed 225 the other day. That's so damn. I don't want to talk about it, but we'll get back there. That That's not the topic. Uh, I, capital. Yeah, I was about to say, I have a, I have one, I have one prospect ask. I don't know if you mentioned them. I'm sorry. I zoned out just a tiny bit. Did you mention Martin Fehavari at all? What is, what do you think of him? Cause I know he's in the plans for this season. Is there any chance? My one true love. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, Fehavari is not at um, prospect camp this season. Cause he's already, um, been up and will be at the main camp, but yeah, no, he's definitely going to play yes. this season. It seems like you know management has said it a couple of times now that they're pretty adamant that he's going to play, and they know that it's really crowded on you know the blue line, but they're going to make room. Is pretty much what they've articulated. So it seems like I mean I really like him as a player. I think you know he's really smart. He's not really a big like physical guy. Like you know he can't really replace a Brendan Dillon in that aspect. Um, but I think he does just bring kind of more of that offensive ability. He seems super smart, quick with the puck. Hmm. But I think not Brendan Dillon. At, <laughs> not Brendan Dillon. That's a. I think that's a good uh, thing. Yeah, none of us have ever said anything negative about. I have never <laughs> once said anything bad about Brendan <laughs> Dillon. All Nick of Jensen on the first line. Traded. <laughs> and Nick Jensen on the first line. Do it. <laughs> yeah. It is interesting that you mentioned that. Do you think that like losing Dillon will will be. Uh, like a negative for this team because like i'll be totally honest i view like even without the picks just getting rid of brendan dillon given our left hand depth like a net positive do you do you look at it the same way yeah i think i mean they needed to clear space regardless and so someone had to go and i think that was probably the best but when you also when you look at as a whole i know like you guys have kind of talked about like team physicality and how the rangers you know added some questionable players for that but when you look at the caps I mean, they lost Dylan. They lost Chara, who I don't think they ever thought was going to come back. But when you look at who's actually super physical outside of, you know, Tom and Alex can also be physical. I guess Garnet Hathaway, but that's pretty much it. So there's not yeah. really like a big physical guy on the back end, um, which is a slight concern. Like, I don't think Kempney's not doing that. I don't think, you know, Kempney got kind of yoked this offseason, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he did, but is he going to play? That's the other question is yeah. where does he actually fit? You know, does TVR even play? So I think the blue line is probably the biggest like shuffling and what they're going to do. But I do think Faravari is definitely in there somewhere. And but can he actually like kind of keep that spot for the whole season? I think that's also something to look at. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, I think it's pretty interesting. We all saw what happened this past year. Unfortunately, the Lightning won another cup. Uh, it was fun, but it, it wasn't fun. It sucked. Um, they beat the Panthers. I'll, I'll go ahead and say I this. I didn't call that. Shut up. I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna go ahead and say that I had the worst off prediction in the play. Actually, 
Second worst, because Will knows what I'm saying. Will's terrible. I predicted, I said the Florida Panthers were coming in with a different. I don't care. I don't care. You called Edmonton into the finals for some reason. Um, I did not say Edmonton into the finals. I don't know. I said, I said, I said the Panthers were going to go all the way to the Stanley Cup final. Not only that, they were going to sweep the Lightning. That kind of went away in like one game, and then they lost in six. What do you think of the Lightning situation? Because we saw like the exodus of the bottom two lines of talent, which was a which, as much as we don't want to say, is a huge factor in winning a cup. Do you think that's going to affect them this season and how they place in the Atlantic or their chances at repeating, or do you think they're going to still be pretty good? I think Tampa Bay is still going to be pretty good. I think it does kind of impact overall, and I don't think they really got anyone that really helped them significantly. I know, like, hey, they were Corey kind of Perry, stuck baby. Oh <laughs> well, I mean, look. Corey Perry, yes. <laughs> Outside of that, no, I, I think they're still going to be good. I think they're a team that's built very strongly and built to be very consistent, and they still have their top guys, kind of like the Caps. You know, they still have their, you know, Ovechkin and Backstrom and Carlson and all of them. Um, but overall, are they going to still be able to go back and repeat for a third time? I'm not so sure, but, I mean, they're definitely – I think they're definitely still going to finish the top third division mm. um, in the Atlantic, and then it's going to see how it goes from there. Very interesting. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I saw Alex Kalorn talk about it. As long as they have Vasilevsky in that net, it is they're always yeah. gonna have a shot. Vasilevsky yeah. is miles is away, nice. the best goaltender in the league. This dude was bred in a, bred in a lab to save goals, and I want to question where Steve Eiserman <laughs> found him. Um, Brady Point. Shut up. Stop. Stop. Enough. Enough. Enough of the Lightning. I hate talking about them and being nice. I don't like the Lightning. You brought them up, bud. I because I I want to be a professional. Ask a question, but I don't like the Lightning because they're just annoying. I don't. I am one of the people that was like, I don't like the eighteen million over the cap thing. I get it. Like they used a rule that was completely, that was completely, um, that was completely legal <laughs> and completely fine. But then bragging about it was just like I think that was just a little excessive. I think that was like. You need a tissue. You're a Capitals fan. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. He's a clo- he's a closet lightning. Fan. He's a closet lightning. Fan. He likes the lightning. Um I would say another team that is of interest is obviously basically the Capitals of the West, the Colorado Avalanche. They have our young Burkowski. Dude, I don't know, man. It's not the Canucks anymore. It's not the Canucks anymore. The regular season then blew it. I mean, Colorado's pretty well. The 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 Colorado Avalanche are definitely like they get they got all those big name contracts. They shockingly let uh, Grubauer go and Sod go without trying to get anything there. How do you think Colorado is going to do now that they have to? They have a new goaltender in Darcy Kempfer. Uh, they're going to be looking for more scoring depth. They obviously still have that very, really good top line. What do you see them doing this year? Yeah, I kind of see Colorado in the similar sense of Tampa Bay. I think they're still one of the top teams in the league, and they're going to be one of the top teams in the league still. I think last year, I personally thought that was kind of their shot um, at the Cup, and I felt like they kind of maybe lost it a little bit there and I, I don't know if they can really make it back for sure this year but last year they were kind of the strongest that they could be and um, this year I think they got the right guys they have all the pieces I know um, some people might think they're not completely balanced all the way through but for me I still think they're one of those top teams and they're going to stay that way this season sweet yeah. that's good so someone had asked us on our original tweet where we asked people to ask questions, and uh, they they wanted to know if you were to go to one Caps game this year, what would be the best one to go to? Me personally, you know, obviously there's always like the rival games. You know, there's the the Penguins or the 
Bruins, you know, now the Rangers would be a really funny game to go to for the Caps. But I got to say for me, I'd probably pick either the Penguins or the Kraken just because I'm really interested in seeing how the Kraken do this year. And we'll talk about them more later. But, you know, I'm interested to see how Seattle does. I don't I don't think they're going to be as successful right out of the gates as Vegas was, but I think it's definitely going to be interesting to watch them. So I'd probably pick that. Uh, game six of the Stanley Cup Finals against um, the Avalanche. I'm just saying the game that I'm going to go to. You're calling another shot. Oh, we're be in shot. You're calling a very confident <laughs> shot here, Will, and I want to let you know. I just want to let you know, Will, you had the Edmonton Oilers going to the semifinals, and they have not won a playoff game since you said that. Dude, the Canadians went to the final. Like, you can't act like you know what's going to happen. You know? They didn't play the Canadians in the first round, Will. Joey, your bracket was just as bad. You need to stop Look, talking. Look, like okay, I don't want to hear it. I had the Islanders beating the Penguins, and none of you did. I don't want to hear it. You had the Panthers sweeping the Lightning. <laughs> At least <laughs> mine was based on, like, fact. Mine was, like, let it go. Let it go. <laughs> fine. Let it go. Sam, what do you oh, think God. of EA's question, by the way? We, forget, we just totally interrupted you. <laughs> um, no, uh, I mean, I would say opening night. I think it's being yeah. so hyped up with the Rangers and Tom Wilson and Ryan Reeves and like it's either going to be a, like a total mess and crazy or like nothing's going to happen but it's probably going to be it's going to be a total mess and there's just going to be fights for no reason and they just want to kind of have fireworks so mm-hmm. I would say yeah. that I think also seeing Colorado is probably fun mm-hmm. um, or Carolina I think those are probably in my eyes some, some of the funner games quick side question over under how many fights opening night Oh God! Well, he can only have three till he gets ejected. Remember, he can only have three. So two. I think it's two. Okay. <laughs> Fuck it, three. Carl Hagman's going to three. Get ejected. <laughs> um, the game. Uh, so like where I am right now, college-wise, it's right near Pittsburgh. So I would want to see Cavs play in Pittsburgh. <laughs> That would be so fun. I will do that with you. I'll go too. I would. I, I will was, go. I want to see them in Texas. Pittsburgh because <laughs> I looked. I looked like at the schedule of like when I'm home from breaks and stuff. The games don't really see. I mean, they're you know any Caps games would be fun, especially if you're a fan. But like, I've been to home Caps games. I want to see the Caps in an away setting. You know. I want to go in into a, enemy in a hostile <laughs> in a hostile environment like Pittsburgh and see that. I'm only. Wearing a Capitals jersey. Wearing wearing my reverse retro Oshi. Seeing what they do. Uh, If if I had to pick a game, I I think I talked about this with EA. I said, I want to see the Seattle Kraken. I want to see their jerseys in person. I want to see the team in person. I want to see what they're going to be like. They don't play in Capital One until March, which at that point we're going to be like, well, we know what they're going to be. So, I mean, there's no other time to go see them, but I would love to go see the Seattle Kraken play either that or I want to see opening night like you said sam because i just want to see every fight imaginable like i i want some i want some ludicrous matchups i want i want artemi panarin versus of alex ovechkin i want goalies fighting i want coaches fighting i want i want i I, if we're going in on violence let's 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 dial it up because you know what woke up and chose exactly that would not go well for artemi i know but it would still be cool um, yeah. Well, did you say your game yet? I think you, no, you made, you made this little future prediction. I made a joke. Okay. I, I think any, any, any home game against the Penguins, like regular season wise, is just yeah. like electric. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I One just that we win it. though. Obviously. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, but like, 
just that atmosphere is, is always always sick. Sidebar, did you guys see Penn State yesterday? The uh, whiteout? It looked, that it, was I've been to, I, I, I've seen one of those games live. I would kind of like in uh, college crazy. football as as the got smashed crazy. by Arkansas. As the you reigning... want to talk about football depression? The Ravens have fourteen people on IR right now. You want to talk about college football? Depression? No, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about this. No, here's the thing: we had the ball at the three yard line with four plays. Yeah, you did. How do you not you score? I don't know, uh, man. Do we want to do like quick awards predictions or division winners predictions? Just yeah, I'll do division, I'll do division winners. All right, so we'll, let's just let's, let's not like winners, not, let's like not talk about it too long. Let's just like kind of. Well, let well let Sam Sam run through all four of your division winners real quick, and then we'll go, and then you can do your award winners real quick so that we can get that out of the way. So Sam, I want to hear your opinion. We would love tomorrow, to hear your opinion so. about this. So <laughs> you, you can talk longer. Just the rest. Who of do you think is going to win each division? You could start with the Metro, then go down the line okay. with the other three. Okay, so Metro. Just... Yeah, I'll start with the Metro. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> gosh. Now, now that I've heard all your guys' arguments, now I'm thinking that the Islanders might actually win the division. No, why are we doing I was thinking this? about Carolina for a no. long time, but I think, I think the Islanders, as much as they're, I call it a very boring style of hockey, just, I mean, just to see them in person last year, it was like eight times, plus more, like, it was way too much. But, um... <laughs> I, yeah, I'll just go with the Islanders. I think the Atlantic is Tampa Bay, Pacific, Vegas, Central, Colorado. So no crazy spoilers for me. Hot takes, at least. Hmm. This is still the best tweet I've ever... Yeah, your Islanders oh were in one. Jesus your doctor Christ. prescribed it. <laughs> um, I'll, go, I'll go next. I'll go next. Uh... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go with the Metro last because I have, I'm gonna like process a little bit. Uh, Atlantic, I think. I'm going to say Florida. I like what Florida's done this offseason getting Sam Reinhardt. Uh, you know what happened the last time you predicted them? Shut up. Something? <laughs> um, I have in the Central. The Central is Avs territory. I don't see anybody questioning the Avs. Um, also, just a sidebar, Krill Kaprizov is still a free agent, and no one's just mm-hmm. no one's okay with that. Like, Wait, that's – actually – like I knew that, but didn't like know. Like that. that's, that's still a thing. Yes. Oh wait, been... that's wild. I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> you just made the most. Wow. You just made the worst pun ever. Wow. <laughs> he said. He said that's wild that he was a free agent, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and then the Pacific. Oh man, the Pacific's gonna be so bad this year. But it's gonna be Vegas. I don't see anybody else challenging Vegas. They're still very deep. So I got Vegas. Let me go. I'm gonna go. All right, Jake, you take it, buddy. All right. I'm gonna go Metro last. Uh, the really oh wait, wait. I'm sorry. I didn't say the Metro. I didn't say the Metro. I'm so sorry. Right. I didn't say the Metro. Right. I'm so go sorry. Ahead. I'm so sorry. In the Metro, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh, narcissism reigns supreme. Capitals win. Okay. Um, you can go now. Jay. Yeah. Okay. I already said Caps were gonna win the Metro. I'll just say that. Atlantic. I'm also going with the Panthers. I think the Panthers are very still, you know, very solid. The Sam Reinhardt sign was good. They got them the hell out of Buffalo. So that's a plus. <laughs> Um, Pacific for no reason at all. Fuck the Kraken. <laughs> Might as well. Might as well. I've you scored Jaden Schwartz. <laughs> oh yeah. Brandon Tanev gotta go off. He's always horrible. Central. I mean, Avs are still very solid, but but for the reason of just no reason at all, I'm gonna say the Blues. 
I... The blues got silently a lot better. I don't think many yeah. people would talk about that. Butchnevich is... I'm gonna good. say the blues are gonna win that division over the... They lost Jaden Schwartz, though. The Avalanche will still make the playoffs and have a great playoff this year. But I'm gonna say the blues are gonna win, the, win that division. If... If what's his face now back now, right? Who? Tarasenko. Uh, yeah. Never really. Uh, is he still getting? Yeah. We don't know what's going to be a situation with that. Um, all right, yeah. EA. EA. Let's call right. him. Um, Hot fast. take: uh, Mark Giordano Norris winner. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, that's but we're doing. That's a What? Have you done your team predictions? I didn't. That's what I'm doing right now. That was just a joke. Oh, okay. Um. Pacific Division, like I think Joey said, it's going to be a crapshoot. I, I don't know. That division is just not great. But I think it's going to come down between the Golden Knights and the Oilers. I think the Oilers might do well this year. Um, Not like well, but well for like their standards of the last few years. <laughs> Hopefully their defense with the signings of elderly men can get some stuff together. Their goalie really wasn't that bad last year. It's just because their defense was so atrocious. So it made it look worse. But... That division is going to go to the Golden Knights. I mean, they're pretty clearly the best team in that division. So that's that. Central division is going to the Avs. That's, that's you know, it's not a hot take. We all know why. Uh, Atlantic division. Atlantic division is going to the Lightning. I think the Panthers could contend, could contend for it. I also think the Bruins could contend for it. The Bruins are just the Bruins. You know, they play a physical and annoying style of hockey, but it works a lot of the time. So I think the Bruins will be in. That top three, top four, at least. Metro, it's going to the Canes. They still have Sebastian Ajo, right? Am I not wrong on that? No, they still kept him. They didn't offer sheet him. They yeah, offer sheet Kokaniemi. They have, they have Sebastian Ajo, and they just got Kokaniemi. I think he's going to do well on their top two lines. The Islanders, yeah, they'll be up there, but I don't see them winning it. I see the I see the, the Canes taking it. All right, Will, God, you're up, buddy. Seattle truthers. SMA. I think yeah, Seattle, Seattle makes the playoffs. I have Seattle, Seattle making the playoffs. playoffs. I do. Uh, I think they can make the playoffs. <laughs> They've got the goalie tandem always, to do it. They really I was, do. I was a Seattle truther when they announced the logo. I bought a shirt. I bought a Grubauer uh, jersey sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm, 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 a, I'm a truther. All right, Will, you're up. Let's hear it. Nothing too serious. I'm really, like, struggling with the Atlantic. I think the other three are pretty pretty obvious for me, at least. Vegas is obviously winning the Pacific. I love Edmonton, but it's not going to happen. Um, Colorado's pretty obviously winning the Central. I mean, the, the Jets, the Wild, and the Blues will probably all make the playoffs, but they're all, like, <clears throat> a leg below the Avalanche, just, you know, from, from stars to depth to everything. Um, Metro, I, I have New York. The, the Islanders are pretty obvious. I'm glad I was able to, to sway Samantha a little bit. I'm putting that on my resume. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, thanks and, for saving uh, my cat from that tree the other day. Jesus. <laughs> um, and the Atlantic. I'm I'm busy. Sorry. And the Atlantic. <laughs> um, that's really hard. Maple Leafs. I was gonna honestly say the Maple Leafs. I think with the Atlantic, the interesting thing I'm is that there's like four teams that can do Panthers. it. There's Buffalo Sabers. I, I think like. The Panthers, the Lightning, the Leafs, and the Bruins will all be within like ten points. Yo, Hartford like, Leafs. Yeah, anyway, that's my that's my prediction. Let me go check them. Later. I want to say one thing real quick about this Carolina pan. Uh, fucking uh, sorry, uh, Carolina Hurricanes love. Whoa. Sorry, Carolina Hurricanes <laughs> love. I don't like the Hurricanes, but more importantly, they traded their rookie goaltender for scraps, and yeah, and he was really good and was definitely a part of their success, and now he's gone. And I don't trust Craig Anderson. 
I don't trust their defense anymore. I can definitely trust their offense, but their defense, you can't lie, got significantly worse. Hold on, is Craig Anderson their starting goalie? No, it's it's uh it's the other Anderson. It's the Okay, that would have changed that would have changed my right. It's Frederick thing. Anderson. Freddie, Freddie, no, Freddie Anderson's not bad. I can Freddie I can't Anderson's trust him. I can't trust him. He lost his job to J to, to, to Campbell. <laughs> He's not good enough in my opinion. I think they still have great talent. They'll still be a playoff team, but I think people being really high on them is mostly because of that forward talent. But we've seen teams like that with all the forward talent in the world, Edmonton, uh, go into the playoffs and basically just or make the playoffs and just collapse because they have nothing else. And I think they're I built have like that. All the Edmonton has two good players. Hey, hey, hey! Ryan Nugent Hopkins is there too. Okay, I don't want to hear this slander to Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a role player at best. He's getting paid more than all of us combined. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so we're like most like you know average working men and women. So yeah. <laughs> All right, so now let's do some award predictions. Uh, we can start off with the President's Trophy and the Cup winner. Uh, I'll go quick. President's Trophy. I'm taking the Avs. I think they're bringing back a lot of good people. They haven't changed a whole lot other than losing what Ryan Graves and Grubauer. So I guess that was a pretty bad take saying they haven't changed much. But, you know, they re-signed Landeskog, right? They brought back all their high forwards. They have Kale McCarr, who I think is the best defensive defenseman in the league right now, if not at least top two or three. So I'm saying the, the Avs take both of those, but, you know, it could go to other people who are surprisingly solid, but I'm going to say the Avs for both. Interesting. What's the trophy again? I didn't hear you. President's Trophy. Oh, and the okay. Stanley uh, Cup. President's Trophy and Stanley Cup. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say President's Trophy. Uh, I think, I think Vegas because they're weak division, they'll probably take advantage of that because a lot of their teams are like turning around and rebuilding. Um, uh, this is true. That's true. I, I think they'll be good. Uh, Vegas is winning presidents. Like they're playing, Vegas they're playing Arizona. I don't think Arizona has a home next year, so I don't think they're really focused Vegas. on that. So Vegas is playing against Wayne Gretzky competition, so they're going to take the Presidents Trophy, but then they're going to get clapped by Colorado. I say the Stanley Cup Trophy. Um, I want to be a Capitals truther, but <laughs> um, sure. it, this is where I'm going to stop. I think it's going to be. I think Florida wins. I think Florida takes it. I, I love what Florida did. I think they're going to have a healthy Aaron Ekblad in the mix now on defense. I like Florida. All right, Samantha? Um, oh, uh, I think Vegas for sure is going to win the President's Trophy because, yeah, their division is not strong. And I also think Colorado is going to win go. the Cup. Let's go. I think everyone's going to win the My resume like, is loaded. <laughs> They have everything. They should win the cup. I mean, this is like Tampa Bay a few years back, right? Like they should win the cup and go do it. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how the season goes. I'm also saying Vegas for the President's Trophy, just because that division does suck. It's so it's not great. <laughs> and then Family Cup. <clears throat> You know what? I, despite me hating them, I'm going to say the Hurricanes. <laughs> now, I think they're a very strong team, just for that reason. But that's that, you know. They did trade away their gold. That, that only trade was stupid, but I do think the Canes will end up winning. Uh, is Will back yet? I'm here, yeah. I, I think uh, I think President's Trophy, like you guys all said it, like Vegas is probably going to win the President's Trophy. 
I think that's pretty much guaranteed. So upsetting. Hop? I don't actually know. If Vegas hadn't lost Flurry, I would have said them. But uh, I think if I had to, if I was a betting man, I would bet on Vegas. But my heart says Florida, so. I'm Leonard's go. not bad. It's not. It's not too big of a. Yeah, but grade. Flurry is Flurry is. is, is better. Yeah. Follow. Side question for everybody, just quick. If you say yes, then yes. If you say no, then say who you think it will be, not them. Do the Sabres finish last in the Atlantic? No. No. I, I say yes. yes. No. I say yes. No. Mm. Ottawa. No. All right, then if you guys say no, then who do you Ottawa. think Ottawa. Ottawa, yeah. Oh, no Ottawa. Jim Stutzel. Hey, hey, to be fair, to be fair, Ottawa's getting better, but it's like they don't have a goalie, and they kind of didn't get better. They, they just really didn't find – I mean – I hope Matt Murray starts playing better because I actually like Matt Murray as a person and I really hope he plays better and now that he's not a penguin, I can like him. Um, but it's just, it's unfortunate that like he, he regressed so bad and I'm praying it's due to the fact yeah. that Ottawa has like two defensemen that are viable in the defense NHL, but it's like, I, I, it's Ottawa. It's going to be Ottawa. I think it's going to be between Ottawa and Detroit, but yes, Detroit has Vrana, we all love Vrana, but they need like 21 more Vranas to be a good to not be in the bottom of that division. Y'all are disrespecting Larkin, bro. Yeah, we know. Two years from now, Detroit is going to be like a top Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, be, I mean, two years be, from now, maybe, Devils maybe are going to be a top five team. Right now, they're going to suck. But... All right. Um, so we have the awards trophies. And obviously, we're just going to run through the major ones. We can't really predict all like the little tiny ones like Ted Lindsay. We don't know how the players are going to think. Um, so we have Hart, Selkie, Calder, did we, did we put Calder on there? No. Yeah, we did? Okay. Hart, Selkie. Hart, Vezina, Calder, Norris, and Selkie. Yeah, so all the major Hart, awards. Connor McDavid. No, hey. Yeah, if you... Yeah. The Nathan McKinnon slander is real. I'm feeling it right now. Not slander. He's just not the no, same tier as McDavid. McDavid. I'll, I'll say that till I, I'll say that and die on this hill. He's not on the same tier. Fine. So we don't have to do the heart since everybody thinks it's going to be McDavid because I'm alone in this fight. Um. Then, of you course... Think it's Mc, you think it's McKinnon? I think it's going to be McKinnon. I really do. I yeah, am. A, I respect. I'm a hardcore McKinnon truther. I'm a hardcore McKinnon truther. He's like one of my first jerseys I ever bought. This man is a god, and he's making. I can respect your opinion. I just think your opinion's wrong. All right, Vezina. Who do, who do we all have for Vezina? Sam, do you think that Connor McDavid's winning Hart? Like she said. I think so. I think McKinnon's great, but I don't think he's winning the Hart. Like I think there, he has other people around yeah. him, and yeah, Connor McDavid. Has. It's going to be Connor and Drysdale. So yeah. To be fair, they're only together on the power play. True. Eh, sometimes they throw, <laughs> throw them on the line together whenever they're losing by like three it's because yeah. it's, <laughs> it's like we're losing by three. So go out there and fix this. <laughs> they don't have scoring right, depth. Vezina is a tough one. There's a lot of people. So uh, Sam, let's hear your input. I mean, I don't know. I I think Tampa Bay is still going to be good. So I think I might still say Vasilevsky. I know. I don't know how it looks here with Winnipeg, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Vasilevsky. Hellebuck and Dylan is gonna be a force to be reckoned with. It's either gonna be <laughs> shuts out shutouts or five nothing lose losses. That's all I'm saying. It's, yes. it's hot or cold. Uh, I'm gonna go. I, Will. I am on. Uh, sorry, Will. I didn't mean to interrupt, but I am on. I, this is a very easy question. Uh, Vasilevsky is still the best goaltender in the league by a mile, and um, he's gonna win the Vesna again. Don't you start with me. I think he is, but I wouldn't say by I heard that scoff, Will. Don't yeah. you start with me. Uh, that was me. <laughs> oh, I thought that was uh, a scoff. I was like, oh, yeah. um, people can't have right. allergies now. 
Not sure. I disagree. I think you know by far, by far this guy's gonna win. That um you know that dude Craig Anderson's very good. <laughs> Is he even on a team? <laughs> Yeah, he's on the Sabres. He's on the Sabres. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, those poor... Uh, no, but Vasilevsky's going to win. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Ilya Sorokin, just for... for fun. Just for, for, for memes. Oh. Just for the S's and giggles. It's going to be hard to win when he's I think I think Ilya Sorokin behind like this extremely strong Islanders defense... Um, I think he has a chance. I, the problem with that is, Will, is that it's a tandem system. They go back and forth no matter what. That's what Trotz does. And unless yeah, Vassal, think, unless Varlamov, like, just all of a sudden plummets. Varlamov... Yeah, I think he's going to trail off a bit this year. And I think Sorokin's going to take that next step. And I think he's <laughs> one of the best goalies in the league. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. Um, Hot take, Darcy Kemper. That's not a bad one. I thought about that. Darcy Kemper, the Avs defense are still loaded. Um, I, just don't think I, think, there for I think I think the safe the safe pick is Vassy. So that like if I was gonna bet on it, I would say Vasilevsky. But my hot take is Kemper. I mean, I mean we saw Philip Grubauer become a finalist for the Vezina with Colorado's defense. Oh, Almost wow. that whole same defense is coming back. So Darcy Kemper's my hot take. He hasn't been on like a great team before. He's what he was on the Wild and then the Coyotes. I mean now's his chance to like be in front of a good bolstered defense and a good team. So. I think he's going to perform well. All right, so we got the Vezina. Next up, let's go Calder. Calder's a tough one because there's... Oh, it's not. Oh, it's a tough one. I mean, I mean, who's who are the big contenders? You got what? Caulfield? Oh, Caulfield. Uh, Trevor Zegras. Zegras. Um, Caulfield. Isn't Spencer Knight? Spencer Knight would be a Calder contender. That's correct. They just never give it to Goalie. Well, Spencer yeah. Knight's pretty freaking yeah. good, dude. I'm not going to lie. He is, he is. Spencer Knight took the lightning to the brink almost, and it was that's the closest anybody got, in my opinion, to messing with the light. I mean, the Islanders, but I don't care. They're irrelevant to me. Um, I think, do like I think this is a more interesting question just for Sam and for you guys. Do you think if is Martin Favari eligible for it? Do you think he maybe gets into the conversation possibly? No. no. Okay. Well, no. you know, I just no. I, I I wanted to be nice. I, I wanted to be nice. <laughs> I thought, I mean, Sansonov and Vedicek, both their rookie years, got involved in the Calder race at one point. So I was like, you know, it would be three straight years of Capitals playing. Vedicek was like a consistent, like, 10th in the race. Let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Look, I was excited for a minute. It was fun. Um, so who do you guys think is one of the Calder? And if it's Caulfield, just say Caulfield. Just, I know it's going to be Caulfield. Just say it. it just... Saying Caulfield because we saw how he produced in the playoffs against good defenses and good teams and good goaltenders. I mean – just the way he plays like obviously everyone understood like you know he's a he's a short guy but who cares short I mean, kings matter martin st louis marty st louis is a hall of famer and he was like what five feet i mean cole caulfield was putting up points against good teams and good defenses he's a fast player he can get to the goal my my thing that stands out to him the most is his work rate if you if you watched the games in like the final two series with him he he's just always flying around on the ice like where other people would be you know, just slowly back skating on a back check or on a four check. You know, they're taking their time. Caulfield is just always going 100 miles an hour. So I feel like that that work rate that he brings is just so impactful that people don't really think about. They just look at points and goals. But his all-around impact, I feel like, is going to be a lot, especially this year because of his work rate and his talent. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll – uh, Jake, why don't you go, man? I want to see what you yeah, say. Um, I don't I... – I do think Cole Caulfield is going to win it, but if, if Trevor Zegers does uh, perform well this year, I mean, I know he's with Anaheim, 
which is, <laughs> you know. But uh, if he performs well, I think it's going to not not be as, you know, well as you guys think it will be. I think it, it, it will still be a close race between them two. Spencer Knight is a goalie, and, like, I forgot who just said it, but they don't, I don't feel like they don't feel good for goalies. So, um, but I think Cole Caulfield will win that. All right, Sam, what's your opinion? You're a lot closer to all of this, and you really have seen some of these players uh, up front and personal. Who do you think has a chance to take the call this year? All right, I really think it's Caulfield by, like, oh, a mile. Dang, anticlimactic. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think he's really, really good. And it, I mean, you guys said it. He showed it in the playoffs, and he'll be with Montreal. And, yeah, I, I think he's going to win it. I have a different opinion. I think I think Zegers and Caulfield will both be in the contention. Um I, is I I have heard different things. People say he's eligible. People say he's not. Is Tolvanen is Tolvanen from Nashville still eligible or is he not? Tolvanen the Tolvanen. I don't want to say his name. Tolvanen. I didn't think so. I don't think. Okay. Well, if it's I can't pick him, I, I would definitely pick. Uh, yeah, I'll pick Caulfield because you know. <laughs> He's right. the best. Norris. Spencer Knight, if it's a goaltender. Hey, bro. Will, fuck? you can go now. Who do you think is going to win, and why is it Caulfield? Uh, I have Zagros, actually. Okay. I spent a lot of time watching his highlights because I like the way he plays. So I'm a little bit overly high on him. But, yeah, I would go Zagros. But I do love seeing a short king succeed in the NHL. You know, it makes me feel better <laughs> about myself. Did you see um, uh, Zagros's penalty shootout attempt in like one of his first games in the ahl that was sick he just like skated up and just backhanded it like so slowly and like like he he, he was like i'm not gonna be here tomorrow <laughs> he knew he was getting called up yeah it was like Juan Soto that's how i would feel he one guy. he's like dude i'm not gonna be here i'm i'm juan soto buddy um all right what's the, what's the next award what do we got is it norris? norris all right this has a lot of options in my opinion so why don't we start with sam this time sam who do you think is gonna win norris and why do you think they're going to win? Because there's a lot of defensemen in the league that could win this. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot of different options. I really liked the Adam Fox pick last year. Um, I think I'm going to go with Kale in Colorado, if I'm going with my theme of Colorado winning the Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I'm going to choose him. It's a good pick. Um, Will, who do you think could win the uh, Norris this year? Charlie McAvoy. Okay. I think people are finally going to start. Like, the fact that he wasn't yeah. a finalist was just horrible. It was yeah, horrible, but I, I just... Uh, I He's think great. I think Charlie McAvoy finally gets the respect he deserves when the Norris is here. All right, EA, who you got for Norris? Yeah, McCarr is winning it. Charlie McAvoy is going to be runner-up. I agree with what Will said about Charlie McAvoy needing more recognition. Last year when they put out the finalists for that award, it blew me that he wasn't a finalist. I feel like he should have been at least top two this like past year, so... I think he's going to have another strong year with Boston, but I'm going to say Kyle McCarr. He's the best all-around defenseman in the league. All right, sick. Jake, who do you got? All right. I think John Carlson. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> is going to win the Norris. If he has a good season, hey, we've seen him play perform very, very well before and he's going to be contention for Norris. I don't understand why this season could be any different. I think he can still be up there and still one of the best defensemen in the league. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say I think Adam Fox repeats because he's going to have a lot of help on that defense now and where he can be more offensively gifted than he was last year. And he was really good offensively last year. I think he's got Caleb Jones, Keandre Miller coming up. Truba's going to be there as well. I don't think Truba's amazing, but I think he's a serviceable defenseman. Um, the back end no longer has Jack Johnson employed. That's a that's already making it a thousand times better than what it was. 
Um, the goaltending tandem is going to help a lot. So I got my man Adam Fox repeating. And I think Charlie McAvoy does get respect. I will bear you back. I think Charlie McAvoy is just very, um, very underrated in this league. Um, so yeah. Why is Adam Fox your boy? Do you like know him? No, I've just I've 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 watched him ever since he was a Rangers prospect. And I love him. <laughs> Um, he's really awesome. Um, so next up, what's the last one we have left? I don't remember. Selkie. Selkie. This is the defensive forward trophy. This is another one with, it's got like obvious options. Like obviously Bergeron is always in the conversation, but do you have someone special in mind or do you think it's going to be one of the normal suspects? Sam, let's start with you. I think it's going to be one of the typical Bergeron. I mean, Mark Stone, I think was, was he a runner up? Yes. Last year, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would go with one of those two. I don't, I don't think there's going to be any surprises, per se. Carl Hagelin. Except for Carl Hagelin. <laughs> Carl Hagelin. You're just going to make a Caps pick for every No, I was, I was, that wasn't, that's not my pick. My pick is, Ber- my pick is Bergeron, but... <laughs> yeah, I feel you. All right, yeah, who, who do you got? All right, I got, I got one that I don't think any of you guys are going to say. I could see Will saying this for some reason, just because he knows about all these underground. Uh, oh, no, no. He's like an underground. Oh, he's like, he's... Oh, then <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Um... He finished fourth in Selkie voting this past year. Joel Erickson Eck. Mm, um, I think I think Bark. I mean, Barkov's gonna be up there, but it's not gonna be Barkov again. Bergeron's obviously gonna be up there because he's Bergeron. I think Mark Stone's gonna be in the finalists again. I think the, I don't know, but Joel Erickson Eck. He's he's an insanely def- good defensive talented forward. So I'm I'm gonna sleeper pick say Erickson Eck. Barkov did not deserve it. Yeah, he did. Not, yeah, I agree. I agree. Will, who do you think's gonna? Who do you think's got it this year? As a Barkov fan, he didn't deserve it. Who should have won it? Uh, Bergeron. Who Who do you think's gonna win this year? Sorry. Uh, Sidney Crosby. What? Yeah, That's not Sidney a bad Cros- take. Sidney Crosby's a great defensive forward. He's also That's injured. Not a bad take. He's also injured. Think, yeah, but he'll come back and he'll play enough games to be like in running for for a lot of those trophies. I think as players start to fall off of heart contention, and I, I think Sidney Crosby is, is past the age where he can compete with can compete with like McDavid, Drysaddle, them. Uh, I think that's when you start to win the Selk, and I think that's when that, that's what's gonna happen. Too. Yeah. Um, <sighs> man, I don't know Selkie winners that well. I don't want to pick like one of the like obvious ones. I think Couturier could win it. I know Couturier was out of it for a while, but I think Couturier is gonna win it this year. I uh, I think he's that's gonna good. be a lot better because they upgraded their defense a little bit, so maybe he'll be able to be more. Uh, it'll be more of a proper unit. Either that or a fall off a cliff, uh, production wise, because of AV system, just like most of his teams do. But um, maybe they won't. Maybe we'll see the first time ever A.V. won't become a toxic coach after three years. That'll be interesting. I mean, not for us because we're Capitals fans, but still. Um, Yeah, so that's the Selkie. And that, I think, is every major award. Does anybody want to have an award they want to talk about? They care about? That's it. Okay. That's all the major awards. Um, So next up. The ro- oh, the Rocket Richard! Oh, the Rocket yeah, Richard! We almost forgot of the Rocket Richard. Oh, I feel like that's like... Who wins the Rocket Richard? Sam, obviously, you know, there's no pressure. You're a Capitals reporter. You can pick whoever you want to, but <laughs> who do you think is going to win the Rocket Richard? I mean, I know Toronto is a... I don't even know what Toronto is right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't really thought about it. I mean, Austin Matthews is the first one that comes to mind of, like, he probably would, but I honestly have not thought about this too much. Yeah, I. So you can't go wrong with saying Matthews go, on this. Yeah, I'm gonna go not Ovechkin. Well, damn, that's that. like you. That's basically every other player in the league. When you on the podcast, we're gonna have to ask you to leave now. <laughs> I am so sorry. Uh, I'll go second on this. Um, 
I made the pick Anthony Mantha leads the Capitals in scoring. I'm not going to pick him oh. in the I'm not picking him be the freaking Rocket. Relax. I'm not that stupid. Um, I do think that it's going to be... I liked your pick for Miko Rantanenier. I think that's a good one. Um, I'm going to go Pasternak. I think he was he was doing really good a couple years ago, and then he slowed down because of the injury, and then COVID um, kind of ruined his pace. I think he and Ovechkin were both on pace to score like nearly 56 goals each. That's impressive. Uh, but I think Pasternak, fully healthy, he gets it going. Uh, give me Pasternak picking the Rocket Richard. My safe pick is Austin Matthews, but my, you know, not safe pick is Miko Rantanen. He was, he was within, you know, reach of the Richard last year with Matthews and other people. Nick Backstrom was top five in the, the Rocket for like the first like third of the season. That was funny, but uh. Yeah, Miko Ranton, and he was he was scoring some insane goals last year. Obviously, he's on the I think perfection line with Landis Gog and McKinnon, not the Bruins. That's your he's best take I've ever heard. I agree. But yeah, I'm gonna say Miko Ranton as my not safe pick. All right, Jake. I think you didn't say one yet. Who do you think's gonna score? I did not. Uh, I do. I, Jake, did you say Pasternak? I did say Pasternak. I think I agree with that. But uh, that that's my pick is Pasternak. I agree with that because he and him and Ovechkin were tied in what twenty? They were 48, 48 and then the season stopped. I remember. Was that COVID? Yeah, that was COVID year. Yep. Um, I still think Ovechkin obviously could be up at the top, and that kind of goes into the next question. So look at this good segue. How many goals do we think Ovechkin will score this year? A hundred. <laughs> Who did you pick, Pasternak? I never got the Oh, Will, you go. Will, you go. Who do you think is going to score? Uh, <laughs> will out, bro. <laughs> I I am going to go with Connor McDavid. I know it's a little out there, but dude, he's he's had he's had. I feel like we should just take Connor McDavid and make him his own category, and every other player gets to compete for the awards. Like Connor McDavid, every year is like you're the best player. You're fine. We know this. Let's let everybody else compete for something for once. Um, no, but I, I, think, I genuinely think he could win the rocket. Like I think that's. Something do you okay? Do you think he can? Do you think he does the full sweep like Ovechkin did that one year, where he gets uh, Hart, Rocket, Ted Lindsay, and what's the fourth one that he got? There, he got four awards uh, one year. The Art Ross. The Art Ross. Do you think he gets all four of those trophies this year? I think. I think. Yeah. I think because I think. How old is he this year? Like twenty. Twenty-five. Like this is like the physical prime for like most human beings. Mm-hmm. Like, it is around you know what age McDavid is, and he just had like what I would say is his best year. So yeah, I think he can do it. I think if he's gonna well, do it next next couple years, week specific, like I think he can do it. Will's entire life is the peak of human health. His house is, but, the, um, his house is yeah, the creepiest here, thing. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a little take. So, like how you said, McDavid for, you know, he could win the Rocket. McDavid and the Rocket is kind of like LeBron and the scoring title. Like, so LeBron and and McDavid in their respective sports are both like you know top tier for years have been like the best in the league, the face of the league. You know, LeBron's obviously fading out of being that, but in the past, you know, same thing, best player in the league. But they're both they're both pass first players. So people have said this before. LeBron is a pass first player. What? If he wanted to, and if he played like it, he could win the scoring title every year. Same thing I feel like with Connor McDavid. He has the ability. He could easily win the Rocket every year if he wanted to. But he passes so much that you know I don't think he's going to. If he wanted to and played like he wanted to, he could win the Rocket every year. I, I'm not player. I'm not upset about the McDavid take. You're telling me LeBron James, that's who's he's going to become the top scorer in NBA history in his career, is a pass-first player. 
Yes, he's never averaged less than 20 points. Even Kevin Durant hasn't done that. Dude, if you're if you're a casual basketball fan, just tell me that. Like, dude, LeBron is 100% a pass first player. He said it Hold numerous on. times. Just because you say something doesn't mean that you are. Like, I could like Ovechkin could be like, oh, I focus on getting my basketball. I watch basketball. LeBron is not a pass first. <laughs> All right, well, you. I mean, all right, Joey, you said the Panthers. All right, sweet. Your takes are invalid. My takes are par for the right, god. So, how many goals does Ovi score this year? hundred. Let's just let's give like little range predictions. So, Sam, how many goals do you think Ovi scores this year? Um, I'm gonna go in the. Oh god, I'm gonna say like 44, 46. I like that. I think that's a good range. Is what Ovi's getting this year? <laughs> in the range. Uh, I'll take it up here. I think he scores. I think I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it pretty broad. I'm gonna say 45 to 55 is around the range I'm going for. I'm looking for at Ovi. I'm hoping for, and that's what's gonna happen because I feel like I feel like at this rate, Ovechkin is just because like is in like this. Since we're doing weird comparisons, um, Ovechkin's like you know the Lamar Jackson. Like you're always gonna think, well, how do we stop this guy? And he just keeps scoring, and you really just can't stop him. You're just gonna have to let him score or face the consequences. So you say this as the Ravens are getting busted into it. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. And I'm I'm gonna stay positive, but I think they, need a Mahomes they hey hey they both wear number eight. They both wear number eight. So you know what? Greatness lies in the eight. Um, Lamar, Lamar, I'll rip to go before we start comparing. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, all right, Will, who do you think? How, what's your what you got with your range? Uh, I'm a little bit more conservative. I think probably 38 to 40. It's a good range. I don't hate that. I think, I think, and I think it has less to do with Ovechkin and more to do with Backstrom regressing a bit and Kuznetsov being whatever. Um, whatever. In a is. perfect world, yeah. Kuznetsov actually played like his potential. It could be he's an eighty point per season player, and that's really good. But he like he hasn't done that since two thousand eighteen. Um, After two thousand eighteen, we all thought he was going to be putting up a hundred a year. He started. No, 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 no. That's that. No, that twenty eighteen nineteen season broke my heart. I think everyone did. No, the twenty eighteen nineteen season. He led the league in points like in the first four weeks, and everybody was like, "Oh my god!" And he got injured, and I was like, "What the hell, man? Can we get one thing with Kuznetsov?" Jake, what do you got? No, Jake, did we already get you, Jake? No, Jake. I I thought you done. I'm sorry, Jake. What's your range? After this question, I do have to go. My headphones are at one percent, and I I don't have a charger with me. All right, sick. Talk through your phone. I'm with people. Oh, okay. Well, Jake, what you got? Your final your final sentence in the podcast episode. What you got? Um, I think he's going to score 47 goals, and that's the number I'm sticking with. Uh, sorry. Eichel's going to Seattle. Bye. I'm going to go. All right, yay. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm with Will and Jake on this one. I'm not gonna shoot as high for the stars as you are. Um, you know, even in like Ovi's worst years, he was still putting up at least thirty. But you know, like what was it, Will that said that? You know, I don't I don't think it depends as much on Ovi. I think it depends a lot on his line mates and how productive they are. But I'm gonna say somewhere in the range of uh, thirty to. 30 to 40, which is kind of a broad range, but if I had to like more pinpoint, I'd say, I'd say like 33 to 35, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. That's a good range. If if Backstrom and Kuzi and whoever he's on the line with can, you know, because if, if we like watch, you know, how Ovi's played like in the last couple of years compared to how he was in his prime, in his prime, a lot of the goals he was scoring, although we all, you know, like to acknowledge that his signature is a slapper one two from the circle office. 
a lot back in the day when he was more in physical prime he was still scoring a lot of goals that he like produced for himself he's skating through a few people he's getting a shot off that you wouldn't expect to get off just because of his sheer skating and you know hands abilities now it's more of like tap-ins and like things that are fed to him you know so i i don't know i, I feel like it's you know his goals are going to be more handed to him not that like you know it doesn't take ability from him obviously it takes ability to be in the right place at the right time and finish it but it's going to be a lot more of like immobile goals if, if you get what i'm saying yeah i see what you mean he's going to be more stationary more this time this year yeah um all right so this but, next one is very important for sam because she has connections to this so there's a little known player in buffalo he goes by the name of jack Eichel. you might have heard of him he's might he might have one he might have had an interesting offseason or something like that um you know basically being told he can't get uh surgery for an injury where do you think he's going to end up? Because there have been pretty much almost every team in the NHL has like had a moment where they were like considering it. Do you have a place where you think it's going to be like a match made in heaven or like it's going to happen in the next few weeks or do you not really know yet either? Yeah, I feel like I don't really know yet either. I know like it's been joked a lot about um, Boston for Eichel and maybe Man. that works, maybe that doesn't. But I know that's been kind of thrown out there, but I don't even know where he goes. Like, I don't think there is the perfect team and, oh, like for sure he's going to fit in here and the entire team is going to be better because of it. And, you know, Eichel's going to feel like this is the spot for him. I think it's one of the situations where this has been like talked about so much and he's gone through so much and it's been so publicized and kind of both sides have gone back and forth that, yeah, personally for me, I don't think there is a perfect spot for him. And I'm not sure if they're going to find like a, correct solution this season honestly yeah. yeah it's it's interesting because i feel i feel as though if the injury stuff didn't happen it'd be more a case of buffalo's just asking for too much and they gotta wait till someone like they finally lower their price but now with all the injury news coming out it's like you, we we don't know like this could just straight up end with eichel just being like i'm not gonna play until you trade me and that might be what happens yeah. because at this rate, yeah. he's injured, he's That's not getting the surgery, and <laughs> Buffalo is asking for, what, like three first-round picks when he's kind of not worth that right now, unfortunately, and they kind of don't realize that. Like, I feel like something more what Sam Reinhardt got would be a better package for them and would be at least reasonable, mm -hmm. but, like, I just don't think they think that, and it's odd. Didn't he just get traded? Yeah. No, he didn't. Sam Reinhardt did, yes. Yeah, I... But, like, yeah, Sam Reinhardt. not Eichel. That's what I meant. Yeah, he went to Florida. Yeah. yeah. I think with Jack, like, I mean, he's going to report to camp and all that, so I think it's going to be super interesting, at least, that he is reporting to camp. And maybe they work stuff out there, but um, I have to run in a second. But I do think that he's probably going to be one of, like, the biggest storylines of the season, just where he ends up and can he actually, like, get back into full full health. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you said you have to run real quick? I do that's that's okay uh thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come here and be on this episode with us this is really awesome we're gonna go for just a few more minutes but we really appreciate it sam hope you have a lot of fun this season hope there's not a lot of overtimes because that would be stressful <laughs> and uh yeah hopefully we'll get to see your face in capital one arena finally that'll be uh, probably the best thing ever is going back so have a good day and all right see you this sam season. quick who's seattle's top scorer sorry i just have to know oh gosh um uh, you can text it to us later, and we'll we'll let you. Know. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming yeah, out. Thank we, you. We yeah, thank you. Thank you. More than you know. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Hope to see you hopefully at the rink eventually. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Bye. Wow. Right. Um. So you guys, where does Eichel go? 
I think he goes to uh, hopefully Washington, but uh, realistically, probably Montreal. Right. Ra- Montreal. It makes sense. I like that. I think Boston, but. Oh, Boston really doesn't have Boston. Is there, is there a lot of buzz about him going to Boston? Yeah, it's just because he's from the area, and they think everybody. It's uh, like the they, same they, thing they, with they, fucking they Toronto. They think everybody wants to be like. If if Boston gets Eichel and he's I even think like they, they win the, everything. If, if, yeah, if they get Eichel and he's even like half healthy, they're they're contending for the cup. Yeah. All right. They already are. In All right. Yeah. No, I, I feel like they are as well. If they get Eichel, they're like serious, serious. All right. Players. So we're doing this. Um. So last but not least, not last but not least, but Dude, we haven't even talked about Seattle. I don't care, bro. <laughs> I don't care. Seattle's irrelevant. All um, right. Seattle's top scorer. I'm saying Jaden Schwartz. I'm saying. Or wait, it is Everly, right? Yeah. But I think. Ooh, wow! They got a lot. Of... I think Jeremy can. I also think Vincent Dunn's going to be a really oh, good Oh, that was a good, sneaky good pickup for them was Vincent Dunn. That, I like Vincent that. Vincent Dunn's really good. He's quick and he's... That that defense and that goaltending tandem there is is already really good. And I think it's going to be really good. Um, if Giordano can... You know, he's still probably going to be getting first line minutes just because of who he is and the leadership he brings. So absolutely. if Giordano can still be a solid player, then them and that solid, sneaky depth defense with one of the top goalies in the league. I think they could, their defense is going to be good. It's just a matter of how their forwards can produce. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So, who do we? Oh, oh, who do you think they're going with the number one, uh, number one goaltender down in, to start the season? Do you go with Dredger or Grubauer? Grubauer. I just was asking because they got Dredger all that money. They wouldn't have, they wouldn't have traded for Grubauer if they weren't going to start him. Fair. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah, so me and me and Joey were talking about this earlier. For the record, this was all Joey's yes, idea. Yes, it was. But um he he was he wanted to ask us who our favorite teenage mutant ninja turtles were. I haven't watched that show in the last like fifteen years, so it's I not mean, something you forget. It's like you know, but but through my little research of each of their personalities and remembering what they were you know, I, I linked each one of the turtles to each one of us, so that's pretty funny. I I don't even want to talk about this, so Joey, you can talk about Okay, it. so we have all the Ninja Turtles are linked to each one of us, and this is not offensive. We all agree with this. Um, First up, we have Leonardo. That's linked with uh, EA. He named himself, his, his name is Eric, but EA. Um, it's because he shows a lot of leadership, gets us a lot of these amazing guests, and I don't think that's something that, I think that's something we all agree with. He is the one that has made this podcast as successful as it is, because he goes, he goes after these very, like, successful people, and he gets them, and he shows a lot of, like, you know, forward preparation for this, and yeah, he shows a lot of... me the guest getter for nothing. And, uh, yeah, I think that makes sense. Uh, next up, we have Raphael the Red, uh, the hothead, he screams a lot, he gets mad a lot, that's basically me. Um, I scream and yell, basically off screen. I basically scream everything, um, cause I want to. Then of course we have Michelangelo or Mikey. He's like the jokester. He's kind of the wild card that kind of brings everything together. We said that's Jake mostly because some nights we just kind of see Jake on the timeline and he's like just saying the most absurd stuff, but it's also hilarious. I'm saying the most absurd stuff, but it's hilarious. Relax. And then of course we have Donatello. He's sort of the smarts, the brains, the operation. Even though his picks are trash, we said that was Will because Will is actually really smart and really like nuclear engineer boy. <laughs> Not quite. But yeah, it's really interesting and really fun 
to go over that. But with that being said, all the topics are covered. I think that's everything. And it's season two time, baby. We are back and better than ever. We have got plenty of full season of hockey to talk about. We've got plenty of hot takes to be roasted until the end of time. And, of course, you've got we're the four exci- of us. We're excited for another miserable year. Absolutely. Hockey. I'm so thrilled. We're, we're happy to have you guys listening. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you more than you know. Thank you for giving us the motivation to do this. We do it for you guys. And uh, we're excited for this year. We're excited to talk about this all with you guys throughout the year. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys again soon. Absolutely. Take care, everybody. EA, do you not have your uh, your – your quote of the day, inspirational quote of the day. What is this, man? Come on. Shoot, you're right. All right. Um, let's see. All right. Uh, Kurt Earl Patterson just. <laughs> you gotta be mother. <laughs> all right. Um. All right, all right. All right. I got. I got one that I actually bookmarked on Instagram. Um. If it would load. All right. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Bro, come on, bro. I'm just a regular dude trying to do some amazing shit. Everybody, be great. Strive for your dreams. It doesn't matter if you're normal or if you're not. You know, the next big thing, fight for your dreams. Anything's accomplishable, if that's a word. Fight hard for what you want. and Accomplishable is a word. You were correct. Good night, everybody. Also, just because I, I can. Macedonia, I got my eyes on you. Have a good night, everybody.